Well, again, Merry Christmas. Isn't it so good to be able to worship together this morning? We have been uh, preparing for Christmas for the last few weeks and maybe even longer than that. Uh, but as we've been talking about angels among us, the messengers that the messengers that spoke to those who were part of the story to Mary and Elizabeth and Zechariah and Joseph and the shepherds and the angels that speak to us, offering us messages of more hope, more peace, more love, more joy, and less fear. And this morning, more hospitality. Would you pray with me? God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Well, Christmas is full of traditions, and maybe you have traditions about uh, even just how you're spending today. Growing up, one of our traditions was that as when we were kids, we weren't allowed to come downstairs to see what was around the tree until we were told it was okay. And so my brother and sister and I developed these centers um, where we would have activities to keep us busy. We had probably more activities to keep us busy for days. Um, but it was fun to come up with what to do, like the coloring center. This is the Barbie center. This is the napping center. This is the reading center um, as we were preparing to see what just might be downstairs. And so maybe you have some of those similar traditions of things that you do to celebrate the day. And the Christmas story itself is full of traditions. And some of those traditions are found in scripture. And we know the story of Jesus' birth from the gospels of Luke and Matthew. And then we have traditions that are found through historical record, through history and, and writing down and seeing how this story played out in history. And then there are some of these traditions that are found in song that we sing like Away in a Manger or Joy to the World that help us to tell the story over and over. You know, a tradition is usually something that's passed down and it's something that's supposed to help amplify a story or an experience to help understand something. But sometimes these traditions have taken on a life of their own and sometimes the traditions become the story even though they're not the story. Like, no cry, Jace away in a manger, a baby asleep on the hay, no crying he made. Y'all, Jesus was a baby. Have you ever had a baby not cry? So sometimes these traditions help to tell the story, and sometimes we need to be reminded that the story in the scriptures is what it is. So, what stories do we have to tell? Because over the past four weeks, we've heard the stories of the angels, the messages that they brought to the people in the story of the birth of Jesus Christ, to Elizabeth and Zechariah about their baby, to Mary about her baby, to Joseph about Mary, to the shepherds about the baby. We've heard these messengers, these angels, saying these, telling these stories and reminding us, do not be afraid. This will be your sign. Let it be with me according to your will. And then we've also heard of the ways that we're invited into the story as well to share these messages of more hope, more love, more peace, more joy, and less fear. As I have heard these stories over and over, you know, over the years, but especially this year, I just started to think about a few things like, you know, I wonder 
if anyone knew or believed that Jesus was Jesus, and if they knew or believed that Jesus was Jesus, you know, the Messiah, the Savior of the world, when Mary and Joseph got to Bethlehem, would they have found a place for them? I mean, if you knew that this was the Savior of the world, wouldn't you, like, find a place? There's the popular Christmas song, um, Mary Did You Know, which is one of my favorites. And it's also not biblically accurate because Mary did know. She sang this whole big song about it called the Magnificat. And yet the questions I think are still good for us to ask as well. So even if Mary knew, did anybody else, did anybody else really know or believe? And if the Messiah is someone that they've been preparing for, for their whole being, their whole existence, how do you not know? How do you not believe? And it's easy to get caught up in that. And then, and then I wonder, would we know? Would we believe? Would we create a space for Jesus? And we can wonder about this all the time. And maybe the answer changes. How would we welcome Jesus today? Our other scripture passage talked about entertaining angels, that some have entertained angels without even realizing it. Have you ever thought that you have been the answer to someone's prayer without even realizing it? Maybe it was something large, like pulling over to the side of the road and helping someone with a flat tire. Maybe it was giving some money to someone who had asked for it. Maybe it was bringing milk and eggs to the food pantry. Did you ever think that you were the answer to someone's prayers without even knowing it? Or how people have been the answer to your prayers and maybe they didn't know it. That person who called at just the right time, the person who brought you a cup of coffee when you were sitting in the hospital feeling at your lowest. Who are the angels that have been among us? And maybe you know their names. Maybe you don't. Maybe they've been strangers. And yet still someone who shared with you more hope, more love, more peace, and more joy. When I was little, and I'm sure this is a song that you know, or maybe it's just something we made up. I don't think so. But when I was little, um, we used to sing the song, If I knew you were coming, I'd have baked a cake. I'd have baked a cake. Did you know that song? I don't know where it came from, um, and hopefully there's not copyright around it. But um, I was thinking about that song the other day. Um, if I knew you were coming, I'd have baked a cake. Now, when we know people are coming to our house, sometimes we are ready. We have things ready to go, like the cake has been baked, dinner has been prepared, the house has been cleaned, and we're ready. But what happens if you're not? What if you're surprised by someone? How do you prepare and how do you offer hospitality, even if you're not expecting this? How do we offer these messages of hope, love, peace, and joy? at all times, because we may not always know what someone else needs. But don't we all need something? 
We all need reminders sometimes of hope, love, peace, and joy to feel welcomed. I think we could all use more hope, more love, more peace, more joy. And so maybe we help to create that every day, to be these messengers of hope, peace, love, and joy, to be the angels among us. Now, it's easy to share that on Christmas Day, to share the spirit of Christmas every day this season. That's very easy. But what if it's not just this season, but what if it's every day? Now, maybe that's singing jingle bells in the middle of the summer or joy to the world. But what if it's just offering these messages of hope, love, peace, and joy? Because you never know who might need to hear the message of this baby, this Messiah, this Savior. And sometimes that person might be us. And sometimes we might be the angel that someone needs. So may we hear these messages of hope, love, peace, and joy. And may we share them with everyone we meet. Because you never know when you may have been entertaining an angel. Merry Christmas. <laughs>